What's going on family? Let's talk about something that's been buzzing in the tech world, AI safety and security. How do you feel about the rapid advancements in AI and the potential risk that it brings? Have you heard of the stories about AI being tricked? It's a real concern, but fear not because there's a real solution, AI Red Teaming. You see, AI Red Teaming is all about stress testing. You see, AI models and deployments to prevent unauthorized access and data leaks. It's about ensuring that your AI can't be tricked into providing information beyond its intended use. And guess what? You don't have to do it alone. My friends over at HackerOne has a community of over 750 active hackers specializing in AI security testing. You see, in a recent engagement, just 18 hackers identified over 100 valid findings in just two weeks. That's the power of ethical hackers. Wow. So if you want to ensure the safety and security of your AI deployments, look no further. Head over to HackerOne.com and explore their AI red teaming services. With strategic flexibility, rapid deployment, and a hybrid talent strategy, HackerOne has everyone, everything you need to safeguard your AI. Don't let AI keep you up at night. Visit HackerOne.com today and rest easy knowing that your AI is in safe hands. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc this is powerful i'm different than the woman who left so in that moment all I knew was um, there were people who they were kind of working out the plan to leave and they said, this is not safe for you. We made a place for you and you need to get your kids and go. And so that's what I did, right? And the woman that I was, especially growing up in the church, I'm like, nah, we're not divorcing. Like, this is okay. It's going to be all right. Mm. You know, you don't leave. This is just something, you know, temporary. And it wasn't. That was the last time when we left that house that me and the kids stayed in that home. But I weep when I think today, if I had stayed, what I would I would have been teaching my daughters yes. and what I would have been teaching my sons. Yeah. Like, that makes yeah. me weep mm -hmm. today. So, um, mm -hmm. yeah, I have a different perspective. I feel like I feel like that needs to be said. Now, what would you say overall in 2023 you'll make overall lump sum as a single mother? 158. $158,000. Coming from 36000 to $158,000 a year. How you feel? Now, before we hop into today's show, be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Now, let's jump into the video. So let's rewind. Let's 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 go there. Six years ago, 
you were coming through a situation that I think a lot of ladies are wanting to come out of, but they don't know how to come out of. Yeah. Six years ago, you were in an abusive relationship. Talk to us a little bit about that. Like, how were you feeling during that time um, as a sister married in a situation that wasn't healthy and that was abusive? What was what made you be like, OK, it's yeah. time for me to transition? Yeah. So to be honest, I grew up that way. Right. Mm. So I married what was comfortable to me and what I knew. And mm. so it took other people and being in community to say, you know, some of the things you're saying, they're a little bit off. And so it was. Um, it was gradual, right? And so it also came to the point, I think, after having children and then kind of feeling it a little more. And maybe it was the Holy Spirit just kind of pushing me a little more, um, just being able to understand that and being a community. It had to be people around me to tell me because I don't know that I had it in me to recognize it because I was so used to it and comfortable with it. Yeah. 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 But when, when, when we think about the word abusive, right, yeah. as I don't think a lot of people understand what is abusive. They automatically associate it with physical abuse, but yeah. from your expertise and from living in it, what all classifies yeah. as abuse within inside of a relationship? So abuse is the systematic way that somebody tries to gain power and control over you. Mm. And that can be physically, mm. economically, spiritually, um, psychologically, right? So it all encompasses, it encompasses all of that. So anybody that tries to have a pattern, right, of power and control, right? We all have our things where we want control, but it's a, it's a pattern. That's what makes it abusive. Wow. Mm -hmm. And you had five kids from five kids. your ex-husband. Five kids. Five yeah. Five kids. Absolutely. I mean, what are they? Girls, boys? So I have three boys and I have two girls. Five, seven, nine, ten. Am I doing all right? Five, seven, nine, ten, <laughs> and thirteen. I have the count to make no, sure I don't miss anybody. <laughs> when you walked through into the studio, I was like, there's no way. I said, okay, how many bonus kids do you have? I know. I was like, what is he talking about? I mean, I, I was looking at Ryan. Y'all know Ryan. You know, y'all know Ryan. Ryan's my brother. Um, I was like, Ryan was looking at my team. I was like, hey, how many kids? <laughs> okay, wait, wait. She had like three bonus, clearly. But then I was like, well, it can't be bonus because she's single. Right. So five kids. Five kids. From yeah. that relationship. From that relationship. Was it hard leaving, taking them from their father somewhat? And, and like, I just, I'm confused. Yeah, that's what it is, right? That's what an abusive relationship is. It's confusion, yeah. right? So and it doesn't make sense. So in that moment, right, I'm different than the woman who left. So right. in that moment, all I knew was um, there were people who they were kind of working out the plan to leave. And they said, this is not safe for you. We've made a place for you and you need to get your kids and go. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I did. Right. And the woman that I was, especially growing up in the church, I'm like, nah, we're not divorcing. Like, this is OK. It's going to be all right. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't leave. This is just something, you know, temporary. And it wasn't. That was the last time when we left that house that me and the kids stayed in that home. It's the last time. Never went back never went back Did you ever think about going back uh going back to that relationship going back to him yep you know i think i think the i think the way i grew up as a as a christian right yeah. and my idea of marriage was you don't get divorced under yeah. any circumstances yeah. so it may for that reason right and for 
the reason I wanted a family, right? I want a family unit, yeah. a mother, a yeah. father and children. Yeah. And so um, I didn't want that for my children. And so I think those are the things that wanted me to hold it together. Not that you're treated well, that oh. you're loved well, that this marriage glorifies God and you're pouring. It wasn't for those things. It was more for the outward things. Right. Yeah. yeah. Ryan, I want to ask you this question. I, I know you, you're the, the CEO and president of Bethel Tech, uh, Bethel School of Technology. Uh, but on this spiritual side of things mm -hmm. in a Christian world, do you believe we, we kind of missed a point of explaining, hey, yes, we don't want you to get a divorce, but there are certain cases to where you need to leave. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How can we in a Christian body really say that more clearly? Because in a Christian community, we're all saying, don't get a divorce, don't get a divorce, don't get a divorce. Mm -hmm. But some people are living that, but then going through abuse and saying, well, I just, I should not leave. Because mm -hmm. a Christian where I, they may look at me wrong. Yeah. What can we do in a body to help and, and strengthen families and mothers or even brothers, mm -hmm. you know, to leave if they are feeling they're in an abusive situation? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, you, I mean, first of all, you got to get it out because one, um, you're God's child. Yeah. Yeah. You're his masterpiece. You know, Ephesians 2.10 says that, that you're his masterpiece, mm -hmm. that he um, made a new in Christ and prepares you for good works even before you were born. So he had a plan and a purpose before for you before you were born. Yeah. Um, and that uh, he, like his affection is his children. Yeah. So when his children are hurt, he, he, he doesn't take that lightly. Mm. And if we are the hands and feet of Jesus, we shouldn't take it lightly either. <sighs> so anything that we do to perpetuate any type of hurt or abuse, we're actually partnering with the wrong spirit. Ooh. So, you know, and it's hard because I know what you're saying, like that, that has kind of been the paradigm, you know, you stick through it, whatever, you know, and I'm all for family. I'm all for, um, you know, the, the nuclear family. Yeah. Um, but you, you can't be, you can't be hurting someone. You can't be abusing because that's actually bringing in the wrong spirit into the situation. So, um, there's just physical abuse like that. If there's, you know, you, know, you can go down the line. Yep. Um, you get help. Yeah. Um, and the the church needs to be present. Come and on. then what happens too um, in the situation where you know there is a divorce, like you don't don't put somebody out to the street. You know what I'm saying? Like embrace them, hold them. Yeah. Like that's what God yeah. would do when yeah. Jesus said to Peter. Do you love me? He said, feed my lambs, tend my sheep. Yeah. Like take care of my children. Yeah. Treasure what I treasure. Yeah. We are his children. So yeah. that's what we have to do as a church. We have to, to, to embrace, to love. Yeah. Um, and we will not um, perpetuate anything that is contrary to the love of Christ. Yeah. Come on, man. Come on, that's man. Good. Hey, real quick. When you're feeling your best, did you know you can actually take on the world and accomplish anything you want and anything you set your mind to? But sometimes life can get in the way and you may start to feel overwhelmed or like you're not showing up as the best version of yourself. That's where therapy can come in. By working with a licensed therapist, you can get closer to being the best version of yourself and feel more empowered to handle whatever life throws away. If you're considering giving therapy a try, which I highly suggest, BetterHelp is a fantastic option. You see, it's convenient, it's flexible, it's affordable, it's gonna fit inside of your budget, and it's all done online, fam. Simply fill out a brief questionnaire to be matched with a licensed therapist, and here's the thing, you can
can switch your therapist at any time for no additional charge. If you want to live a more empowered and fulfilling life, therapy can help get you there. And right now, because you are my family, you can get 10% off your first month when you visit anthonyoneal.com forward slash therapy. Again, that's anthonyoneal.com forward slash therapy. You can get the link in today's show notes. But hey, take the first step towards a better you. Now, here's the second step. Let's get back to the show because I know it's a good one. Thank you for saying that. Right. That's why I rock with Ron. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's why I rock with my guy. No, so Renika, but you were, I do want to say, I'm sorry. So ahead, many people are afraid to leave because of that, right? Mm -hmm. Because of um, you're supposed to stay together. But I weep when I think today, if I had stayed, what mm -hmm. I would I would have been teaching my daughters yes. and what I would have been teaching my sons. Yeah. Like that makes yeah. me weep mm -hmm. today. So um, mm -hmm. yeah, I have a different perspective. But I feel yeah. like I feel like that needs to be said. Nah, yeah. really. That's yeah. so good. What are yeah. you teaching your daughters? Not just your daughters. Yeah, yeah. What are you teaching your sons? My sons. Seeing their mom mm -hmm. being abused by their mm -hmm. father mm -hmm. is teaching the men. Oh, man, this is deep. Yeah. We, we, we not yeah. only show with it, but it's like yeah. we're teaching our little kids that mm -hmm. it's okay for you to do that to your wife, mm -hmm. to your girlfriend. Yeah. And it's okay for you, daughter, to be abused like that if you would have stayed. We don't know. Uh, Rachel Cruz, one of my good friends, she says this, uh, more is caught than actually taught. And your kids absolutely. are young to where they're seeing, they're catching what they see. Yeah, absolutely. But they caught what you did too. Yeah. Mom left. So if anything happens like that to me, I need to go. Yeah. And you, you, you taught that because they caught something. Yeah. So I just want to say thank you for, yeah. one, apologize. Mm. Apologize. On behalf of men and to all ladies, apologize for the men who, who, who are doing wrong, who are abusive. Um, men, we need to step up to the plate. Men, we need to get help. Number one, we need to get Jesus, mm -hmm. more of God inside yeah. of us. Because like Ryan said, if we're, if we're God's children, he is not abusive. We definitely should not be yeah. abusive and it's not okay. And then two, just to commend you for leaving, to being bold and to go out. Thank you. Um, because where you are today is different. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm sitting here like, yo, wait, what? Yeah. Like to go from that yeah. to where you are today, you, you don't look like what you've been through. Nah. When you walk down, I said, there's no <laughs> way she's in the 30s. There's no way she got five kids. Yeah. There's no way she's been through that. Like you yeah. just have joy all yeah. over your mm -hmm. life. And I'm yeah. like, I need some of this joy. <laughs> mm -hmm. Let, let's talk about it. So yeah. today... You're winning, right? I mean, you're making Absolutely. six plus figures. Yeah. You know, you're not living in bondage. You're free. I'm curious when you was in that situation. What were you? What was your job? How much money were you making? Yeah. Uh, then. So when I first left, I did not have a job. You I didn't was have a your job. your um, your kind of your stay at home mom. Okay. I homeschooled the kids, and I. You know, I was not the one that bought an income at all. So when we left, we had nothing. Okay. And um, and we moved in with a friend, slept on their floor for, uh, I was there for seven months, pregnant with my fifth, with our fifth child. Um, the other floor, other four were in an adjacent room on the floor. And uh, and I want to say it was the best sleep I've ever had mm. on the in floor? my life. On the floor. And this is how I know when people say you could be in a mansion and not have peace, but you could be somewhere else on the floor and have the greatest peace. My body needed it. Like I 
was like it was the best sleep that I had leaving that that first night sleeping on the floor pregnant. And that, I think that's just a testament of God that he does. Yeah. Yeah. He anyway. Yeah. So no income. And I know a lot of women don't have this story, but it was the church that took care of us. Right. Mm, so so good. we needed gas money. The yeah. church took care of us. Clothes. I had a friend who said, OK, we're going to get food stamps, got on food stamps. So yeah. did all the things that we needed to do to have income because, you know, I was a stay at home mom. I yeah. didn't have that income. So, yeah, the church took care of us. That to me. That's just I, I, I don't even know what to say about that. Uh, but I do know I just felt this literally mm. in my spirit that there's someone watching this show. Yeah. And you just heard her say that she had more peace, more joy sleeping on the floor, mm -hmm. pregnant, no bed, yeah. no couch. And that was the best sleep she ever had yeah. in her life. And some of y'all staying in a nice home, in a beautiful home and on a nice bed. But you're not peaceful and you're ready to get out. And this is what we're going to do. We're going to be the church and we're going to provide a local number for mm. you to call an abusive line and you can get help immediately uh, because you have to get out of that. Mm. And I just really want to pause and put that in there because I just felt it on my spirit and just watching your face mm -hmm. yeah. literally saying, hey, listen, that was the best sleep I yeah. ever had in my life. It's like yeah. you were excited <laughs> yeah. about the floor. Yeah. And I was like, "Ooh, how many people are miserable in a yeah. bed? sleeping next to a man that is abusive to them in any form or fashion. Yeah. And we want to get them out. And if that piece is on the floor, we need to get them on the floor. ASAP. Yeah. So, okay. All right. So yeah. you're on the floor. <laughs> right. I right. just felt that in my spirit. You're, 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 you're on the floor and you're, you're, you're best night of your life. Yeah. What's next? How are you how, now? Yeah. What was the first job you had? Yes. Yeah, so my first job was as an administrative assistant. Okay. So we stayed there for seven months. I gave birth to my son while we were there and wow. I was able to to get into a home because of that. Had a friend who um, I just asked. I was like, hey, do you have something? He's like, actually, I do have something. And so making thirty six thousand as an administrative assistant. Yeah. OK, thirty six K as an as a, um, AA. Yes. OK, cool. Great. And then. But my math is still off because you're making mm -hmm. six plus figures right now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to me, I guess. Right. You, you, did you transition into another career? Um, how, how are you at six figures right, right now? Right, right. So that's where Bethel Tech comes in, Okay, right? yeah, yeah. Let's talk about it. <laughs> yeah, that's where Bethel Tech comes in. Um, so I'm watching the Anthony O'Neill show, right? <laughs> you know um, what? I just love having my own people on the show. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you. Thank like, you. I just love Thank hearing you. testimonies yeah. from my community. Yeah. Okay. Oh, man. Yeah. All right, so, I just so you watched the show. It was a year ago that I was watching the show and... Ryan here was on with okay. uh, Reggie Thomas, and yeah. you know it was a brown skin guy. There you so go. I'm looking, and he's talking about how he went to Bethel Tech and it changed his life, and all of this. And you know, I listen to your podcast while while I'm making dinner. You know, okay. like so I'm like in the that. kitchen making dinner. I always listen to it. You do you listen to the podcast or do you watch the YouTube? Oh, uh, YouTube. So okay, YouTube, so you, yeah. YouTube. Because yeah. I make some crazy faces. <laughs> you have it in the ear. Okay. Right, I have it in my ear while I'm all cooking, right. but it's, uh, it's through YouTube. And uh, and I'm watching it. I'm like, this guy, 
He looks like me. I don't know. I watched the show and I, I literally was like, I want my life to change. I have these kids. And so I'm thinking too, I'm looking at, I used to be able to make one pan of something for my kids. Now I have to make two and you know, they're getting older. And so I'm like, I want things to change too. And so I literally called right after that and I went through the, the interview process. And I think I was enrolled maybe a week or two later. A yeah. Week or two. Yeah. No more than two weeks later, I was enrolled. Here's, I think the main reason why I brought you on the show, there's two main reasons, right? Mm -hmm. The one, the one reason is about you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The next reason is about you, mm -hmm. Ryan. Uh, mother of five, yeah. going through the stuff that you're going through. And oftentimes I hear mothers of five say, or mothers, periods, oh, it's hard out here. I can never get ahead. Mm -hmm. And not one time when you met with Michelle to talk about this, when I'm hearing you talk, I never heard you speak negative. Oh. and say, I can't do this. I can't yeah. do that. Your thing was, no, I, I was listening. I yeah. saw, yeah. I did. Absolutely. And it was, I didn't come up with an excuse like, oh, my mother, I'll never be able to do this. I, like you was like, hey, listen, if I got through that hell, I can get through whatever else God yeah. allows me to get through. Absolutely. And today you're winning. But the special piece about your story was when I first met with Ryan and Bethel Tech was, I said, hey, listen, um, uh, with me transitioning from Ramsey, one of the main reasons why Dave and I both agreed and their team both agreed for me to transition was I really want to focus on the African-American community. And when I first talked with Ryan, I said, Ryan, are y'all going to help me do that? <laughs> and Ryan was like, no, absolutely, bro. We want to help you do that. Of course, we all love everybody, mm -hmm. right? But I want to do that. I want to help people who look like you and I yeah. uh, get into the tech field because I believe techs are making millionaires. Yeah. And Ryan never hesitated. He even told me, bro, I want to come up with scholarship programs mm -hmm. that will help um, African-Americans, minority people who cannot afford to get into it and who do not want to take on debt. We want to provide scholarships for them. And at that time, Ryan, you mm -hmm. were creating a program or doing something to really put that into place. Yeah. And she was, and she, mm -hmm. Ronika was one of the ones who actually qualified for that program. Mm -hmm. Break that down for us. Where did that come about? Because I know you and I were talking about it, but it was already on your heart before me, you even talked about it. Yeah. Where did your heart and your heart literally bleeds into Bethel come into place? I'm like, hey, we want to help all people, but we even want to create some room to help the minority people as well. Yeah, we just feel like this is a wonderful opportunity to fully actualize the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. You know, God said that he made all of us in his image mm -hmm. and that we are brothers and sisters un unified with Christ as the head. Yeah. And so I've been in, you know, education, corporate education space, tech for uh, 10 to 15 years, mm -hmm. and you don't see minorities in tech that mm -hmm. much. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, I think the numbers are, I think less than 7% of the tech count population is black. And so I just felt like, hey, this is an opportunity to provide access to an in-demand education that leads to high paying, high growth careers. I've seen it happen before. Um, and specifically, you know, I've seen it happen with single moms. It completely transformed their lives. So you are the dream. Mm. And your testimony is a force multiplier. Mm. Like what God is doing to you, he's doing through you. Mm. There's a there's a Hebrew word for testimony that says that means to do it again. Mm. And so the people that are hearing this today, hearing your story, there's another Renika out there going through a similar situation who's on the floor. Yeah. And 
as she needs hope, mm-hmm. you know? And I love what Bishop Jake says, we have to put the things in the room to make hope happen. Ooh. Yeah. So that's what I feel like Bethel Tech is. Absolutely. We're one of the things that you put in the room to make hope happen. Mm-hmm. And the Lord put it on your heart, listening to this man right yeah. here. Mm. And you listened to the voice of the Lord, you trusted, you obeyed, and you moved on it. Yeah. Mm. And now you're here, your life has changed. And so that's what I want for all people. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what is the Lord saying to you? And can we put the things in the room to make hope happen? Good gracious. Yo, real quick, you guys, are you looking to change your career here in the year 2023? If so, look no further than Bethel School of Technology, the only Christian online tech boot camp in the world. According to a recent report, black people make up just about 4% of the U.S. technology workforce. But you see at Bethel Tech, who I've partnered with for this year, they believe that all people, including us black people, should have access to the lucrative and fulfilling opportunities in the tech industry. Now, with their nine-month program, you'll gain the essential skills you need to start a successful career career in technology. And let's not forget the earning potential. You see, according to Indeed, the average salary of a software developer in the U.S. is around $103,000. Say what? You know, you can choose from programs like the cybersecurity and UI UX design and launch your tech career or even a tech business ignited with passion and purpose. So listen, we're going to skip the debt and we're going to invest into yourself for just nine months that can change the next nine years of your life. All you got to do is join Bethel Tech today to achieve your career aspirations. Visit anthonyoneal.com slash Bethel or click the link in today's show notes today so you can register and start a new journey of your life. Now, you know what? Let's get back to the show because this is a good one today. Let's keep it above. <laughs> so um, you got a scholarship. I did. And what program did you get into with Bethel? So I did the UI UX design program. UI UX. We just um, had my sister um, Alexis okay. on the show and she did the same yeah. program. Is that one of y'all's most popular? Well, that's what Reggie did. <laughs> okay, I was about to say, like, what? He Reggie did do did that. Yeah. yeah. Reggie built our website. Yeah. 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 And Reggie yeah. is killing. And if mm-hmm. you're looking for a dope website, you guys, mm-hmm. uh, Bethel Tech is, they're, they're producing some dope. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to say it. Some dope black talent out there. Yeah. Okay. I mean, this this is amazing right here. So you're in a UI. You, you took the UI UX program. Correct. All right. And um, I just learned what UI UX stand for yeah. on, on one of my show with, with, with the license. I was like, you know, Ryan, I got a suggestion for y'all. How about y'all just, just break that all the way out okay. for us? <laughs> because yeah. it's, it's what? What's you user interface, user interface and user experience. Yeah. How about you just turn that to you uh you know what? <laughs> user interface <laughs> and user experience. This is so long. So the <laughs> tech space is just one big acronym. And it, so is the education space too. So yeah. 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 when she broke that down for me, I was yeah. like, okay, wait, bring this down a cookie jar for me. I what does this mean? Because that scares us, mm-hmm. you know, and it scares yeah. a lot of people and, and I think all people, black or white, you're like, you why you ask. Is that like algebra 10? <laughs> That's what's so ironic about that is it sounds so technical. It's, right. it's actually it very creative. Right. It's one yeah. it's our most creative program. Yes. So okay. you're not dealing with a bunch of like code and stuff like you learn, yeah. you get the basics of code, but it is how you you, well, you would explain it better yeah. going through it. So it's basically what you said what Reggie's doing. Reggie is designing websites, yes. right? And so it's everything that you see on on the front end and if you look at your phone and mm-hmm. you're looking at your phone and apps, that is all UI UX design. Mm-hmm. Everything you see on the front front and you're creating that from 
um, the start button and how the corners are rounded and how big is the font and what? all of that, all the colors, and, gradients. And the psychology yeah. behind that. Yes. How does the color make you feel? Exactly. How do you experience it? You know, yeah. so it's, it's really um, personal. Actually. Yes. So you mean all this right here is UI UX? All of that. <laughs> all of that that you see. I'm saying this is UI UX. That's I didn't know that. Right. And so you in your profession that you learned within eight months, right? right. Um, you're creating that. Yeah. So did you because what I'm trying to understand is <laughs> you on the floor. Right. You're pregnant. Right. It's your fifth kid. Right. You thinking about trans, I mean, going back to school with five kids? Right. Well, it's it's a process, right? Yeah, it, it's a process, but it's not just I don't th I didn't think like that. I thought of what is the best thing that I could do to set my family up for tomorrow, for next year, for when I'm no longer here. Yeah. Right. So that's how I see it. Oh, my yeah. God. Thinking beyond herself, too. She's yeah. creating a legacy. Which, yeah, uh, that's, that's the point. Yeah, right. Which we talk about a lot. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah, for sure. OK, so. You called Bethel and you got, did you call them for the scholarship? Like how did the scholarship piece even come up in your process? Yeah, I did not call them for the scholarship. I called because I wanted my life to change. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted, and that was the number to call. So, <laughs> so I called and through them hearing my testimony, hearing mm. my story, they said, you know, we kind of did a back and forth and I would hear and I think they were just working it in the background and we're just like, you know, we we like your story. And they said, if anything was a hindrance for you, Renika, what would it be? And I said, I think finances would be that hindrance for me. Right. Because I tried to justify it in my head as a mother. All right. Food over here, taking care of my kids. And then I'm going to go and do this program. And, put, and so I. I was trying to, to justify that. And so just through hearing my story mm -hmm. and that's what made it authentic for me. Right. When you mm -hmm. watch Reggie, he's really authentic in the way that he Absolutely. speaks mm -hmm. and what he said. And I'm like, let me call and see if this is really what it is. And it is yeah. like you cared. Bethel cared about my story mm -hmm. and that from the beginning. Yeah. And that's how the scholarship came about. So I told them that, you know, we get the scholarship from from listening to the podcast and then just them hearing my story. Mm -hmm. And they told me about your heart and the program that you've done at Queens yeah. in Queens. And yeah. and that was it. Yeah. I mean, you are the dream. And so they knew my heart, too. Yeah. So and I think I've shared this with you. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I've shared it with your with your audience, but the two, Queen story. Yeah. You haven't shared it with the okay. audience. No. Yeah. So, you know, two years before starting Bethel Tech, I was part. I helped spearhead um, a tech hire grant up in Queens, New York. Uh, it was a four million dollar grant to help um, an underserved, underrepresented community mm -hmm. learn in demand skills to get high paying, high growth careers. So we mm -hmm. focused on tech. You mm -hmm. know, that's where the future of work is. Mm -hmm. So we set up a 16 week uh, coding Java program and we would have single moms bust into our, our uh, facility, we'd set up daycare for them. They learned to code Java, and then three months after they graduate, they get these $80,000 jobs mm. where they were making minimum wage before. Yeah, yeah. And it changed their lives. Yeah. And I had this thought in my heart. I said, this is how you, this is how you change lives. This is how you transform community. Mm. And the Lord said, you're absolutely right, Ryan. 
would you build something like this with me wow. so that people mm -hmm. didn't just discover what they're capable of mm -hmm. but they just they discover their identity as my son and my daughter and i love them deeply mm -hmm. and i have good things for them and i have plans to prosper them and not to harm them to give them a hope and a future mm -hmm. and it was that moment that the seed of bethel tech was planted in my heart mm -hmm. and then there was an acceleration after that god started just opening things up and it's he started to reveal the next step and the next step i couldn't even have called it bethel tech then yeah but now sitting here, and that was 2015, so eight years later, to be sitting next to you and knowing that you are you are the dream manifested from the conversation with the Lord to help his children. Mm. Yeah. That's why we exist. That's what that so if someone would ask me, what are you about? Love God, serve others. Mm. I'm gonna help people, and I want them to understand that they are a child of God and he loves them deeply and he has a plan to prosper them and not to harm them. So, mm. so they knew that. <laughs> they were like, okay, I think we're going to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, done. And we had put, to, we had put away just as a, just to see what we could do, put away some money yeah. and uh, just like somebody in need, we're going to help them. And we still have that heart today. So if you're in need, you know, and I'll just say this, especially if you're a single mom, mm. I came from a single mom family mm. like let us know we're here mm. to help we're going to figure it out mm. yeah. Awesome. yeah 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 mm. uyux program what is that costing at bethel tech now uh i think it's with the scholarship with you i think it's around thirteen thousand dollars wow yeah so they get how much uh, i can't remember my scholarship we've been partners for i think it's a thousand fifteen hundred dollars yeah cool great uh, but just call us we'll figure we're here to help yeah yeah you know yeah this is what we're going to do because I, li I like bethel you know what I'm saying? I like Bethel. And I love this story. Y'all call them and with whoever y'all select to get the next scholarship, mm -hmm. we're gonna match that fifteen hundred dollar scholarship. Okay. We're gonna give we're gonna give you fifteen hundred dollars okay. towards their bill. Okay. Because I, I think we have a heart here at the Neatness Network for single parents. So not mm -hmm. just single mothers, mm -hmm. yeah. but single fathers as well. And so every quarter we give away about five to ten thousand dollars to single mothers. So good. And um and single parents. And so we're gonna we're gonna give Bethel fifteen hundred dollars cash to go towards that because I want to help as many single mothers mm -hmm. as I possibly can. Because now, what would you say overall in twenty twenty three you'll make overall lump sum as a single mother? One fifty eight. A hundred and fifty eight thousand mm -hmm. yeah. dollars, coming from thirty six thousand mm -hmm. to one hundred and fifty eight thousand dollars a year. Yeah. How you feel? <laughs> I feel I feel grateful mm. I think mm. which is you know what I felt a lot on this journey mm -hmm. and um, not just for what I've been able to accomplish but for what I can leave that's yeah. really important to me yeah yeah, yeah. I feel grateful ah, man yeah I want to talk a little bit about your journey with Bethel yeah um, because I think there's a lot of people saying, I don't have the time. Yeah. You know, I I, I, already, I already work a full-time job. I got two kids at the house. Oh right. my gosh, I don't have time. You had a full-time job as an right. administrative assistant. Right. Uh, was that online or were you going in? So it was remote. It was remote. Yeah, okay, so that cool. helps. So that, yeah. that, that does helps. help. Yeah. So it was remote, right? Yeah. 
You have five kids at home. Right. Were you still homeschooling or did you send them off to school? Yeah, so they're in school now. Yeah, they were in school during that time. During, okay, mm -hmm. so now they're in school, but you yeah. still got to take them to school, pick them up, make sure they're straight. Exactly. Um, work a full-time job mm -hmm. and then still take care of you. Right. Right. And you still had time to work the Bethel program for those eight months. Right. Now, keep it above. Was it difficult? Yes. How did you get through it? Okay, so this is me just being honest. Let's like, do it. I'm a woman of faith. Okay. That is the only way that I made it through. Okay. And so when I think about Bethel Tech and when I started, the number nine, because it's about nine months, right? It's mm -hmm. about nine months. Mm -hmm. And that number nine kept coming up to me. And I'm like, oh, man, I don't know that I can do this. Um, well, first of all, let me start with this story, right? So I was not going to go. I was like, I cannot afford this. I can't do this. Once I was waiting to hear back. And... um. And I prayed this prayer that I call, I personally call it the Sarah prayer, right? Mm. So if there's the story in the Bible in Genesis of where, you know, you have Abraham and Sarah and they're married for people who know the story. And at this time, I think Abraham's like 99 mm -hmm. and Sarah's 90. And they have these three visitors that come, you know, to Abraham. And I think it's, I think it ends up being like the spirit of the Lord in there somewhere. Mm. And he's like, you know, y'all going to have a baby sometime next year. And Sarah's overhearing this conversation and she's laughing. And she's like, I'm well past the time where I'm supposed to be having children. My husband is old as well. Yeah. So she laughs and she says, how could this, how could I get something so great? Mm. Right. And and the Lord over overhears her and she laughs. And so I prayed this prayer of what do I think is the most ridiculous thing when it comes to Bethel Tech? <laughs> right. All right, God, if I go there for at no cost then I'm going to do this. And I kid you not. And it happened. And that's why. Yes. So I that was my Sarah prayer of like, I really wanted to go, but I need to know yeah. that you want me to walk in this that's because so this is good. a lot. But that was for me. Right. For me um, in my relationship with God. But also, as I was talking before, the number nine kept coming up for me. And I was like, this is nine months <laughs> of like trying to stick through this. But the good thing is what God has done before, like you said, in testimony, he will do it again. And so nine, he reminded me, he was like nine months. Don't you remember this? You've done this over and over. You were pregnant five times. The duration of that time is nine months. And I remember, oh, thank you, Lord. And at the end, you birthed something great. And so pregnancies were difficult for me. Right. But God has always kept me through that. And one of my concerns is in having children and maybe other mothers, too is you have one and then you have another. Okay. How am I going to take care of this one? And then you have another one. You're okay. How am I going to take care of the other two? And you keep going. And so God was like, I took you through that so that you could be present for them while you were pregnant during those nine months. And he said, I'm going to do that again for you these nine months where you still can be present for them. And you still can go through this mm -hmm. program for the nine months and still be able to birth something at the end of that. So that was for me. Right. And so just wow. hearing his voice in that. Yeah. Good. God. Yeah. <laughs> can, I, can I say something? Yeah. yeah. So one of the things that I've always found is with God's called you to do something, he gives you grace to do it. Yeah. So even yeah. if you're, you know, even if it feels like in the natural, how could I do that? Yeah. There's such a grace and a peace yes. to do it. Yeah. And when you're talking about birth, um, you know, 
my whole story is about intimate relationship with the Lord. And there's there's a Hebrew word called yada, which is mm-hmm. the so most is. intimate form of knowing. Yeah. The foundational scripture for my life in really tough situations and in one of my darkest moments was Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Come in on. all your ways, acknowledge Him mm-hmm. and He will make your path straight. Yeah. That word acknowledge is the Hebrew word yada. It's the most intimate form of yeah. knowing. It's the same word that's used in Genesis 4, 1, where it says Adam knew Eve and mm-hmm. they conceived. Mm. <laughs> so when you know the Lord, yeah. you actually he has ideas that are that he wants to birth inside and through you. Yeah. And it's not just for you, it's to help all of humanity. Yeah. Mm. And that is good. Bethel Tech. That's good. And that's who you are. Right. That's who you right. are. Right. That's actually all that. All that, 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 that right. Hey man. The whole queen story is in chapter yes. nine, Yada yes. relationship. This yeah. This y'all uh Ryan wrote a good book. We're gonna drop this book in the show notes. Is it on Amazon? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, the God of Tech, man. I think when you can put God associated with anything, seek ye first the kingdom of God. God, then tech. God first, tech. <laughs> I, he's strategy. Strategy. Seek ye first the kingdom, God. Then all things after, tech will come. We're gonna drop this information, this book, in today's show notes because um I, I think this book will bless you. I haven't read it just yet. Um, and so this is my book. So y'all can't get my <laughs> copy. Um, but we're going to drop it because I want you to get it. Because the way he's preaching and teaching right now, we need this information. And we need to get into tech because we're seeing God is moving through tech. Mm-hmm. And a lot of you all are praying for this pay raise. A lot of you all are praying for a job promotion. A lot of you all are praying for something different in the career space. And I firmly do believe tech is the way. And y'all... I'm not in tech, but when I see the math and I see the numbers, I'm like, well, it makes no sense. You got this mother of five who's working from home, spending an hour with me today, still making money, raising her kids, making six plus figures. And here's what I love about tech, Ryan, and help me understand this. She just got into tech recently after the program. Mm -hmm. So took your program and with a matter of months, she landed a great job. Yeah. But that's not, as long as she keeps growing and improving, she's going to make way uh, more yeah. money down the road. Yeah, you just need to get your foot in the door. And, you know, and the thing is, is we were able to bless Renico with the scholarship and rightfully so. Yeah. But, you know, even at the twelve or 15000 the ROI in making six figures in what? five months after you graduate yeah. is insane. I mean... I wish I would have had that when I was going through four years of college, yeah. taking out a bunch of student loan debt mm-hmm. um, and making nothing. <laughs> but the reality is get your foot in the door and then the you, you bump up the learning even more on the job training. But, you know, the, the companies just they need to get you in the door and they're they're ready to promote you. And tech's not going away. It's the no. future of work. Yeah, it is. Every company is a tech company. I mean, we think of Facebook and Google, all these companies that are tech companies, but Chipotle is a tech company. Walmart's a tech company. Bank of America is a tech company. They all have a very high need for tech talent, and there's just not enough talent right now to there meet isn't. the need. So this is a 
beautiful open door. And the other part of it is they're saying, hey, you don't need a four-year degree, which oftentimes takes, you know, costs two hundred thousand dollars. Yep. We need you to have the immediately applicable skills to get in, and then we'll help you and grow you. Mm. And so, I mean, you were nine months, and then five months later, yep. and you got this great job. And this is just the beginning for you. It is. So yeah. I'm curious, when you called them, did you know about UI UX, or did you just say, hey, you know what, this is what I this is what I'm good at. This is what I think I want to do. And did Bethel Tech say, all right, cool. This is the right program. Or did you do your own research yeah. beforehand and say, hey, this is what I want to do? Yeah, absolutely research. So I always research everything beforehand. And I'm a creative at heart. So we I'm are an artist. Five, too. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I always need to research. <laughs> and, so, and I'm an artist at heart. So okay. UI, UX design, that's what that is. That's okay. creative. That's the front end. And so I knew exactly what I wanted to do. Wow. Absolutely. And so now that you now that you're um, on your job, right? Right. What's the future for you? You have freedom. Yeah. You have peace. You have great income. Yeah. And I, I really want y'all to hear that, man. I just I just keep hearing that in my head. Some of y'all are saying I don't have the time. Mm -hmm. I can't do it. And the reason why you can't do it is because of your excuse. I, I firmly believe that the greatest enemy to our success is our excuse. And you refuse to make an excuse for you. And you say, you know what, God, if this is you, you got to make it free. Yeah. And sure. that's not everyone's prayer. OK, I think the prayer is like, God, if it is you, you need to let me let me know this is you. Yeah. That was his way of letting her know. Yeah. Um, and, and if this is you, God, just give Bethel Tech to give me the approval. <laughs> you know, I'm in, you know, yeah. uh, but you specifically told God what you needed. Yeah. And God answered that prayer. And now look at where you are today. So what are you asking God for now moving forward? Yeah, I'm asking God for just my prayer to allow me to continue to leave the best legacy that I can leave. Right. Mm. So Bethel Tech is a part of that financial part of it and the character part of it, the mm -hmm. spiritual part of it, mm. the emotional intelligence, um, the wisdom. That is my my biggest prayer. Mm. Like that's my biggest prayer and providing for my children that they are financially taken care of spiritually, that they have that legacy for them, which is which will sustain them. Right. Yeah. Uh, emotionally um, and all those things. That is my biggest prayer, right? But if we're talking, we're on a finance show, like I, we're traveling. I want us to go on trips. I want yeah. us to do things and it not be, it not be something that's in the back of my head. I don't want to have in the back of my head, okay, you know, this one's getting older. I need to buy more shoes. Do I have to do this? And this one needs pants. I don't want to do that. That's mm -hmm. not, that's not a part of my thinking. I don't want that to be, I want freedom. Okay, we all want to go to this. This We're going to go here today because it's fun to do, you know, Absolutely. the freedom, not just because I need to do it because we want to do it. Yeah. And that's what God has done. He has provided for our needs in crazy ways, but also our wants. Wow. And it has been absolutely incredible to see. Wow. Yes. I just, can I celebrate her? Yeah. Just want, you know, you got a, a scholarship. Yeah. There's an added layer of responsibility to steward that yeah. with excellence. Absolutely. absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because that, you know, you're thinking, okay, I got that. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe somebody else didn't get that. Yeah. You know, there's an application process. And you stewarded what the Lord gifted you in your hands with excellence, with mm -hmm. high integrity, with commitment and dedication. And it reminds me of the story, the parable of the talents. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. the Lord 
gave you something and you steward it well and you're investing for the future, for your future, for your kids' futures, for others' futures, being on the show today is investing in others' futures. Mm. And he's saying to you, well done, good and faithful servant. Mm. You are faithful with a little. I'm going to make you a ruler over much. And so this is just the starting point. Mm. You are such an anointed leader and lives are going to be radically transformed. Entire communities, cities, and nations are going to be, um, they're going to be transformed because of your faithfulness. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you. I wish we had a two-hour show. (laughs) I wish I would watch a two-hour show. (laughs) Because, I mean, I'm sitting here like, wow, how many lives have been impacted today because of this story? Yeah. Um, How many people are going to sign up and go check out Bethel Tech because of your story? Yeah. And this is not about Bethel Tech. This is about you. This is about what are the steps that you need to take to better your life and to grow with God at the same time. And I think if you're looking for that experience where you can have the practical, take a course, take a boot camp uh, that can help you make more income so you can provide and build legacy on the practical side. That's great. But then also where else can you go to do that and then also grow your relationship with Jesus Christ? Because Bethel Tech is very, very big on the spiritual component. You're going to pray a lot over there. <laughs> and I think that's important because it's going to be stressful. Yeah. I mean, you're going into a boot camp that is is going to be teaching you new things. But it's so funny. You're talking about nine months. Going through the nine months of pregnancy, there are some stressful moment, moments, yeah. moments in the yeah. pregnancy. But I, I see all your kids. Yeah. And those nine months was worth it. Yeah. Now, I'm going to keep it real with you. I don't want to <laughs> do what you do. <laughs> I'm glad God made me a man, Lord Jesus. You know what I'm saying? But I'm pretty sure when you look at your children, you're like, wow, for nine months, I carried you. When you look at your life now, you're like, wow, for nine months, I carried you. Yeah. And look at what I'm able to do for my family. Yeah. And look at how those nine months are going to impact the next years of your life. And I think that some of you all are making excuses. I can't do this. I got too much going on. The question I got to ask you is, what's more important? Getting getting it done or making excuses for where you are right now? If you're sick and tired of where you are, then you got to be so sick and tired that you're willing to be uncomfortable for a little while. You got to be willing to be you know, in in a season that is going to stretch you. But here's what I like about this situation. You're not going to be alone. They're going to be with you. They're going to walk you through the process. And when you get done with that process, it's almost like a baby. I heard, because I don't know. I heard it was hard pushing me out my mama's womb. I had a big head. And um, my mama told me I put pain. She was in pain. Um... My mama told me the first three months, I think she said, I made her sick. Yeah. She would throw up. You're probably going to feel like throwing up the first two months. My mama said, like, yeah, sometimes you'll run around the stomach and hit my stomach in the middle <laughs> of me walking, and I, I got pain. And sometimes you're going to feel some pain going through those nine months, she said. But the moment you came out and you cried, and when I look at where you are today, I would take those nine months and do it all over again. Absolutely. And I just think that if we want to see something different, we got to be willing to go through some pain. But my mama always said, your daddy was with me. Mama's always said, God was with me. I had family. I had friends. I had support around me. And you're not going to be by yourself. 
not going to be by yourself. It's not mine. So we're going to be dropping Bethel Text information um, in today's show notes. We're going to also drop uh, Renika's information in today's show notes because she travels around and she shares her story, even at a deeper level. Wow. Uh, there are some things that we didn't really get into today that um, that we probably don't want recorded and out there. But I know she could do it in, in a group setting uh, to bless ladies who are going through a similar situation as her. Uh, because she's on a mission of sharing her story, her journey, and helping ladies transition out of that and not going back. Because here's the truth, says, I see ladies leave yeah. and then go back. Yeah. They'll leave again and then go back. Yeah. And I think a part of that is on the church. A part of it is because we've never told them, it is okay, mm. leave and do not go back. Mm. And on behalf of the church, I apologize if we've made you feel like that. Because that's not God. That's not kingdom. No. Do we want to see divorces? No. Um, and I think I can say this. You can't just leave a relationship because you got upset with each other. <laughs> that, 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 no. That, that's No. Stay your behind. I'm about to say something. Crazy. <laughs> Stay your behind right there in that relationship and go to therapy. Go to couples yeah. therapy. But if you're in an abusive relationship, you need to leave now. Mm -hmm. There's no if, ands, or buts about it. Get out of that situation go get help we're going to put that number the abusive line information in today's show notes and we want you out and we want you to stay out it's going to be scary but the church is not going to we, we're not going to leave you alone we just can't mm. and it was a church that helped her mm. and, and here's when i say this y'all when i talk about the church i'm not talking about the four walls mm -hmm. i'm talking about the people the church community the church is bethel tech the church got around her and helped her change her life to get more money in her pocket to live. Her, her local church in Charlotte, North Carolina, supported her with immediate needs, food, clothes, um, prayer. Local church, the AO community, giving her wisdom to help her out throughout this process. The church is the people. It's not the four walls. Okay. And so I really want to stress that. Yeah. Uh, I just felt it in my heart. And so check out Bethel Tech get inside the program apply they're giving away scholarships okay give them a call give them a call if you need it and let me say this too because some of y'all let me just say this i'm sorry ryan close your ears um let me just say this if you don't need the scholarship don't be selfish don't don't lie to make up a story to take away from someone who's like renika who really needed it okay if you if, if 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 you need some payments, they'll work with you on payments. All right. Tell them to. Hey, I, I can do it, but I, I need to take some months to do it. They're going to work with you. But if you have a story and you're like, hey, listen, I promise you, I saw this. I saw the show. I'll be just like her. I'm a grind. I'm going to go hard. But this is where I'm at. Give them the opportunity to know your story and to see how they can help you. That's one thing I love about Bethel Tech. They do not want to say no. And they will find a way to say yes. And if they have to say no, they're going to say no. But nine times out of 10, they're going to work with you tremendously. And that's why they've been rocking with me uh, for two years now. And it's been a great relationship. And I'm excited. Um, unless they fire me, uh, they're going to be here until I go home to see the Lord. <laughs> uh, because what they're doing is not just uh, education, it's kingdom. And that's that's what I can rock with. And then y'all check out her store, bottom line. Mm. I mean, bring her to your church, bring her to your youth groups, uh, because I think young ladies need to hear your story yeah. and know what to watch out for. Uh, but bring her in and let her speak to your women's conference and women's ministries and stuff mm. like that. Because, man, there's some things that I was saying, you know what? 
I don't want to talk about that on the show. Because I think a, a five minutes clip could go wrong. And I, I don't want, we care about her. And we want it, we want her to leave the show um, and not have to worry about certain things, if you understand what I'm saying. Uh, but if you have a woman's conference, bring her and let her dive deep. And let her really help you impact the latest lives. We love you all, as we always do. And we'll see you on the next show. Peace out. MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.